As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Most small business owners get to a point they don't know what to do next. At Incurred Services, we get you clarity on your vision and curious about your future. When you get clarity on your vision, your business will grow. Go to EncouragedServices.com and get your free small business audit today. Welcome to Clearcast by Implement. I'm your host, Richard Boudreaux. Behind the scenes, Mr. Ryan King. Say hello, Ryan. Hello. One of these days we'll get you back on so people can see your smiling face. Uh, today our guest is Brian Schmidt. Hello. He is the... Good to be here. Uh, what's, your, what, what's your title nowadays? Because I am defensive? The, I am the assistant head coach, defensive coordinator, um, whatever title they give me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they get yeah. with it. Uh, th- those are my main titles. All right, that's I what I wanted to run with. Other ones. Nice. For the Spokane Shock, correct? For Spokane Shock. Uh, yes, Anybody indeed. watching on YouTube, we are holding up the face. That's Spokane. why it's on all in orange. I, I, I wore Spokane stuff, and I, it was between blue and orange, and I thought, well, I'll just wear orange. That's yeah. right. Stand out, man. Shoes. Stand out. You look good. So. Look good. Um, so how's life nowadays? Since we just found out uh, Spokane's not going to, to, to back to two, we're moving forward, correct? We are still in phase three, um, which is surprising because if you would have asked me that Saturday, I was like, oh yeah, we're going back to phase two, here we go. But we are, as of recording, we are in phase yeah, three. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see, welcome, welcome guest, I did that. Um, how's, things, how's things in your world besides, in general, how's life? Life is good. Um, yeah. You know, I throwing things at me again. I, life again, I just uh, began. Just remember that. <laughs> life is good. Uh, you know, it's uh, getting close to football finally. Which finally, is, a been a long time coming. We, I've been waiting. I, I've, I've gone to a couple games. I enjoyed them quite, quite immensely. And I'm hoping to be able to go games? to. Yeah, only a couple. Okay, maybe a few more than that. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, even Ryan's Ryan's been a season ticket holder. Anybody that's off. Oh yeah, we there. Yeah, we we've enjoyed a few, but as you can tell by some of the 
surroundings. Yeah. We won't go into that. Um, so, what, anything else you want to share with her? Let's see. Are you guys, like, are the coaching staff getting together right now, going through stuff? What's I mean, Really, right now, yeah. It's, I have been, honestly, I have been preparing for our first game seems like for months and then when the first game changes right you know, we had we had that's right we were starting against one then <clears> instead <throat> we started so i mean i've been preparing for the first game now it seems like for months so, oh, right you know but it's a lot of recruiting um you know getting players signed it's uh you know uh, a lot of behind the scenes stuff put put yeah it's just so much put together but you know, we've got a great staff, and you know, Billy, you know, head coach. Hi, Billy. Is, Hi, Billy. Um, hey, thanks. We'll, we'll get you on. You know, uh, when you're available. You know, he's, he's one of the you know best. You know, he is the best head coach in in indoor football. So, you know, we have a lot of fun, and uh, but we get a lot of work done too. So, so we'll get back into that, but we're going to go back to your background. We're going to touch on that because you and Billy have worked together for a while now, correct? Yeah, we. The the ironic thing. <laughs> To the How whole Billy is. story is... See, we'll get Coach back on. When um, Billy was head coach for Cincinnati Commandos, I was head coach for Northern Kentucky Rivermont. I started off as offensive coordinator and then became head coach. Okay. So we were literally across the bridge from each other in two different leagues, but we kind of had a rivalry going. And it was ironic because uh, then I, you know, I had coached before that. I had coached at Marion. It was in the league Billy's first year at Cincinnati, and, and we were all conditioned to hate him. Why is that? Because he's cocky and arrogant. And <laughs> yeah, I can see else. that. And so, <laughs> you know, and they were just beating the bejeebas out of everybody. Right. And so you were, it was that conditioning. And it was funny because, you know, him and I would talk every so often. We got along and talked. And um, I, I went to Tri-Cities. When was, do you remember what year that was? <sighs> that was the two, tri Was it been the last year Tri-Cities was there, which I want to say was 2016. Something like that. Yeah, because, yeah, it was. I went down there. And um, down there. I was actually leaving, and that was one of the worst decisions I ever made to go there, by the way, because actually Billy had called me like two days after I signed my contract oh. and had offered me to come to Texas. Okay. So actually, when I left Tri-Cities, I was in Idaho, and he called me, and he said, hey, you want to come down to Texas for the, uh, you know, help me with the playoff run? And. So I literally took a uh, right turn in Idaho and went all the way to Texas, wow. and you know really didn't plan on being there very long, <laughs> and ended up now. Uh, and that was for playoffs you know, that year. have been together now since since then. Wow! So, uh, so several years you worked together. You know, we we went to Carolina, won a championship there. Uh, Correct. You know, and now we're here, but uh, you know they're they you know you, we're we're like family anyway, so it works. Out. I get that. I get that. Ryan and I we we have history, way too much, but. It, so let's let's step back. Give us a little background on yourself. You married, divorced, kids. I've got two stepkids. I've got a nine-year-old grandson. Awesome. Um, I am uh, single, which you know is is good. Uh, makes it easier makes for life, this. Makes life easier sometimes. Um, you know, so uh, it allows me to do this and yeah. not have to worry about anything. So, so, um, how did you get into coaching? Here's the story. Ready? Line it up. So, ironically, what's what's funny is uh, I started out high school coaching at a young age and uh, really developed uh, in Ohio. Uh, Where are you from? I'm originally, I was born in Pennsylvania, but I've oh, lived wow. in Ohio most of my life. Okay. So, I started high school coaching in Ohio and mm -hmm. uh, had a lot of success. And then uh, there was an indoor team called the Marion 
uh, Mayhem, and then they became the Blue Racers. And I started coaching professionally, and I was my first year coaching professionally. I was making a hundred bucks a week and spending about three hundred to do it. <laughs> and uh, been there, done that. You know, so then coaching, uh, went to Northern Kentucky and uh, did some other plays. Then I. Uh, Started coaching with the Iowa Barnstormers in the IFL, and that was actually my, I've always been an offensive guy, so that was the first time I'd ever been a defensive coordinator. Okay. Wow. Um, so I've, I've been a little bit of everything. I've been a head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. I've I've done a little bit of everything, and it, it, it makes it fun. So you know Amir? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, a small Amir, one. Hi, Amir. Amir uh, was uh, uh, actually with us for a short time in Carolina in 2019 oh. when I was, really? um, when I, I had moved out. Uh, my, our first year in Carolina, I was vice president and also defensive coordinator and assistant head coach. Second year, uh, <laughs> decided time. decided to just do the vice president thing, big mistake. But Amir had actually come in for a while before he got the college job. But I've known Amir for years, okay. and, you know, yeah. he's great. Coach Amir, heads it out to you. Um, next. I should have taken notes, huh? Um, so... Did you go to college? You said no, but you're going to college now. Yeah, I, I did go to college. I went to Ohio State. Um, what were you taking? Ironically, I was uh, I was taking psychology, and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I started working uh, for America Online back in the day, wow. and they got me involved in all this IT training, so I ended up uh, working for a, a, a law enforcement uh, co- a company in Florida that had contracts with law enforcement in Ohio. Okay, I did 15 years of, wow. of dealing with computers, law enforcement, and that also allowed me, because I was working out of home, it also allowed me to coach and everything else. Oh, okay. I so, but then uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, you know, there's been a lot of opportunities that I could have taken if I would have had a sports management degree or something like that. So I decided oh. to go back to school, and that's what I'm doing now. So. Okay. So it's never too late? Never too late. Uh, so you do online? At, is that yeah. how that works? Yeah. Okay. See, I'm not college educated. Brian's not. No. My partner's not college educated. So. I, I've become college educated. It's where now it used to be. People would write stuff, and I would read it. And now I, people write stuff, and I read it, and I can find all the errors. Hmm. It's so you learned how to read. Yeah, people? I've learned how to read, and I've People's also learned how to spell check and <laughs> grammar and everything else. It makes me nervous sometimes, but it's okay. <laughs> Do you correct your kids? No, because I I have come to the conclusion they're old enough at this point. That's a lost cause. I just let it go. So if they see this, dad, they they, they already know. <laughs> they they already know. I, I'm not. They are at an age now where. I just let it go. Just, just love you. Good luck. Yeah. They, you're your problem now. Roll with it. <laughs> now, my grandson, I do still. He's nine. nine I, I still, okay. Yeah. What's your grandson's name? Adam. Adam. Heads up, Adam. So, when you were got in coaching, did you have somebody that inspired you that, that you kind of went, whoa, you know, that, or what What got you there? So, this being that we're in Spokane, this, this will be a great thing. Um, there weren't a lot of people that inspired me until 2003, I spent... Well, 1998, I spent a week at University of Kentucky with Hal Mummy and Mike Leach. Wow. 2003, I spent three weeks at Texas Tech learning and basically 
started out talking to all the coaches, da-da-da, and Mike Leach uh, came to dinner with all the coaches one night, and he said, well, hey, we're done dinner. What are you doing? I'm like, oh, let's go back to the office. Well, and we just got you in the office. Particular? We got back to the office. He pulled out two glasses, a glass of whiskey, and said, all right, what do you want to know? Wow. So, were you asking questions at the dinner? Not a lot, what? but just we could... just we got back, and so I learned his offense completely. So that's what I ended up taking back to Ohio, and that's where wow. things kind of skyrocketed because, uh, you know, learning his offense, and then I've learned things throughout right, sure. the years. But sure. I mean, it, it you know just his approach, his approach to offense, his his approach to building programs. You know, when he took over Texas Tech, Texas Tech was not a great program. Mm -hmm. Turned it into program. And even with Washington State, I mean, Washington State had struggled. He came mm -hmm. here. And, and so it's, those were kind of things that I learned. So then when I was coaching high school and everywhere, been just that ability to be able to take something and, and right. change it. And then mm -hmm. from a professional standpoint, you know, with Billy, you know, Billy does the same thing. Billy, we have started, it seems like we've started more organizations then we've walked in already made one so you know he is so great not only with recruiting but he's just great at understanding you know what it takes what it does and so you know when you have those things and you understand that then you're able to come in and hit the ground running rather than trying to tiptoe through it so right wow um so what other training did you have to get into coaching besides mike leach give you the basics and then you i mean i played you know i played in high school okay. um but it was funny because I was more of a, I was a good football player, but I was a better baseball player. And then when I tore up my knee my senior year of high school, yeah, well, it was high funny. The, the, um, I got so involved in the intricacies of football and just They're, learning all the little things. And, and that just became fun to me. And it, it still is to this day. I, you know, I don't know. Me being weird, not to interrupt, but me being weird, the psychology, you're seeing how things work and you're seeing how people work. Does the psychology work? Yeah, that? it really does. You. I mean, you you know, I, I've i always prided myself to try to get into the heads of, you know, other coaches. Um, <laughs> Good or bad. Know, and I try, you know, so a lot of times I try to be, you know, a couple steps ahead. I try to think about what they're thinking about, what would they do. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's just those things. And sometimes it works. And <laughs> there are days it doesn't. And you got to sure. adjust. But yeah. it happens. Live and learn. Um so you went, you went to college for computer stuff? Is that what it was? I, I went to actually for psychology, and then when okay. I worked with America Online, they and actually... And you went to Cops. I'm trying to figure out how that worked. Yeah, then, then when I went to work with America Online, they actually put me through all kind of IT Okay, they did, they did the training. So they were the ones that kind of got me. And, and I loved, you know, and I've built phone apps. I've done all that stuff, and I loved it until I got burned out with it, and then it just... Well, you did that for years. Yeah, and then, you know, I got to do, the, you know, I get to do football 24-7, so, I mean. It's not like you like it at all. Oh, I love football, but. <laughs> that was you know, a joke. As far as, Come on, uh, that was, as, far as, as, that, far as the sure. IT stuff, I'm no, usually yeah, like, yeah. you know what, let somebody else do that. Right, no, no, we, you have your, obviously you enjoy, you've been doing it and get to go back yeah, and do it. And you get to teach guys. It's it's a lot of fun, so. Um, obstacles that you, I, these are my basic cards. Want to read how we're cracking my handwriting is? You're talking about bad hand. I can read it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters with bad handwriting. As long <laughs> as you can read it, it's good. Huh? Not always can you read it. Mine, I can. <laughs> I can always read. You can't read it. What obstacles uh, to get into school? Do you, so you went from high school, graduated high school. Mm -hmm. Did you have a, at that point, did you did you go the next year to college? What was your transition uh, from high school you know, to college? A couple, it, it, it was about a... About a year and a half after I graduated <clears throat> high school, and I went to college, and 
I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it, but it was just like, I, if I would have, if I could have gone back and known what I know now, I would have definitely done sports management. Oh, sure. But it was one of those things where it was like, I was like, oh, I'll just take psychology. This would be great. And I got about a, well, about almost a year into it. I was like, oh, this is not good. And I, I had gotten a job at America Online and it just made it simple. It was like, you know what, they're going to pay for me to have all this training. There you go. That makes so, sense. Made it easy. So you got out after a year. Yeah. So when you went to college, these are just basic questions for, for anybody that's watching, listening. Did you have did you have financial situation get into that because you were a year and a half after high school it's not like so you were I'm just want yeah, you listen get, to know we're trying to give information yeah to a lot of that is you know obviously you can get a lot of grants mm-hmm. um, uh, student loans things like that right um, you know and that's the biggest thing for me was you know since I wasn't going to get a scholarship to play baseball because my knee, knee was got, yeah. was tore up uh, you know and it's funny the same knee surgery now is six months recovery four to six months recovery the same knee surgery in 1990 was about a year to get it to about 70 to 80 percent so it's funny just how how time does but yeah i mean you know there's a lot of you know financial aid available and stuff like that so it it made it good did you have family sport going to college mom dad whoever did i have a favorite sport no did you have did you have your family support? Oh, sorry. As support. I moved like, through, wait, yeah. family support, right? Yeah, family support. Yeah, my my mom and dad were very supportive. Get brothers and sisters. No, you're an only kid. Yes. Oh, so they had to support you, kind of, right? Either kicking the butt or yeah, kicking out. They had they had no choice. They had to be there every, every game. So. <laughs> you know, it, you know it, it was usually pretty funny because it was always like, hey. You know, they they change the time of the baseball game today. It's at two o'clock. You know, when you're at work, and they're like, oh. <laughs> "It was yeah, that's funny." Um, <laughs> not, are your parents still around? Yeah. So they make it to a Spokane game. Do you think? Doubtful, okay. but okay. You know, hopefully, yeah. Uh, you know, over the next year or two, as as there are some teams. You know, obviously Columbus War Dogs are right downtown Columbus, so. Hopefully, when they're in the league next year, we can go there and there play. And nice. they will come. There you go. Um, so, what would you say when you're when you're in college? What was the what's the worst thing you did, or worst part of college? What was the best thing? Just in case, you're only here for a year and a half, so it's not like the time frame. I mean, the worst part of it was I, I hate essays, which I still do to this day. Essays. Yes. What's an essay? I'm not I'm not a college educated guy. When you when you got to write a six to nine page paper. Oh, geez, Louise. Um, and so when I do that now, it's kind of funny because I've gotten used to it again. So I do it, but it's kind of funny how if it's a six, if, if you need to get to six pages, I can get the five and a half easy. And then at that point I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Stuck every time, you know, if it's a nine page paper, eight and a half, and then everybody's looking and, and then I'm sitting there and I'm going, Oh man, if I turn this in, are they going to get mad? And they usually don't, but it, it's funny because I can never, if it's a, if it's a six page paper, I can never get the six or above. It's five and a half. Every time, so it's like, oh, well. We all have our. But I, I think that I mean I think the best part I you know I even now I mean I being in I enjoy yeah, college now I was just going back I enjoy the you know I just enjoy learning different things. Although I will say this: do not take applied statistics ever in your life. If you if you see supply if you have to take applied statistics, run away, <laughs> run. It's I don't even know what that is. Um, somebody do it's statistics. Like, it's like the seventh sector of hell to be honest with you. it's horrible <laughs> it's bad so i stay away from it 
So you don't have to take that? I already did. I developed a twitch because of it, but it's all right. <laughs> ah, well, that was a good one, finally. That was good. Thank you. I do that to every show, and I usually they suck like that one down there. Uh, so you processed from college, got a year and a half, that, but you went AOL. They, they paid, trained. Yep. That's an easy question. Thank you. Almost got you. Uh, so how long were you at AOL? 15 years? No, I, I was with AOL for about three years. Oh. Then I started with uh, a company out of Florida that had contracts with uh, all the different okay, states for law enforcement. So I, it was great. It was, I, I will honestly say outside of coaching, it was the greatest job I ever had because I worked out of my house. Yeah. I got paid a salary for some weeks I might work 40 hours, some weeks I might work 10. Wow. Some I, weeks I might work 60 hours. Right, right. But, right. you know, Decision I pay. I travel all over the state of Ohio. Um, I, I would be anywhere from police department, sheriff, highway patrol, uh, every FBI, federal prison. Um, but I could go two or three weeks and sit at home and nothing ever go wrong. But I was paid for when everything got bad. I was the one I had to fix it. So that was interesting. <laughs> Did you deal with the stress with that? Some days. Yeah. Yeah. There, there were some days where, you know, I lived in Columbus, which is in the middle of the state. I'd get a phone call and have to go to Cleveland and then get another phone call and have to go all the way to the other side of the state. Wow. So it, there were some days it was hectic, but you dealt with it. Yeah. So... So we're getting back into coaching now. What what's it like hour wise? What are your tasks these days? I granted I know they're going to change when the season hits or once you guys actually camp starts, which is a couple weeks away. Well, I buy this. This is coming out. Should be coming out a week or two before the season starts. That's our plan. So we're recording this in advance. Yeah. So everybody knows. So if you're watching this, but your task before camp starts, task during camp, and then when the season starts, do they change majorly at this point? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say majorly, but you know, right now it's a, it's a lot of evaluating your players, getting them ready, um, you know, making sure you've got your playbook ready. I'm also, you know, getting ready for our first game. Uh, so there's a lot of evaluating going on. Uh, when you know, is your first game? But it's not a home game, is it? Yes. Okay, May, it is a home game. So May fifteenth. May fifteenth. Yeah, I have that locked in. I'm, I'll be there. I, I think I'll show up to that game. Probably will. Yeah, I'll show them. Just because, you know, didn't you invite me? I wasn't going to go other Well, you can, you can come if you want. Okay, thanks. Bring bring me something to drink, though. You got it. Now, that was, that was so, that's so easy. Hmm. <laughs> I can't, you know, before or after the game? Is what you, let me clarify during? that question. Huh? During? Um, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, now, so, <laughs> before the season, it, it, it's just a lot of evaluating, a lot of getting ready. Uh, so, you know, evaluating, right now, I, I don't know, I've never Evaluating, play, you know, so much. Watching it's, film it's, or? Yeah, film. You, we get, we get player film, players trying to get signed. We get so much of that every day. So, you're always going through okay. it. Um, you know, talking to the players you've got signed, making sure everybody's good. Like, I think today I've probably talked to, between yesterday and today, I've, I've talked to every single one of my defensive players that are signed, you know, just checking in, make sure everything's good, right. talk about COVID, you know, all that good stuff. Right. Uh, you know, I'm getting, you know, some game plans ready for, for Frisco because I don't know a lot about them because their coach was in another league, but he was in the IFL years ago. So I'm comparing the two, and you just – do all that and then you know once um once training camp hits which would be right now technically which would be right now technically you know fast forward 
Uh, then I mean it's 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 a grind. It, it we will put in legitimately eighteen hours a day. Wow! Um, because you're going to practice, mm -hmm. then you're going to watch film with the players. You know, then you're going to sit down as a staff and you're going to talk about okay, hey, do we need to release this guy? You know, who's this? A, so I mean, it is. It's legitimately an eighteen-hour grind. I mean, I, I, for the ten days of you know of our camp, well, more than ten days, but for pretty much ten days of camp, I don't. I sleep a few hours. Right. Wow. So, so it gets it gets pretty good. So and then I, once you get through camp, then yeah. Once you get through the season, you know, it, it's it becomes so routine. You just right. you don't know, and, that, and that's the thing with me is I'm during the season, especially I'm so routine oriented. I like routine. That I don't notice, uh, you know, if I don't notice, you know, much of anything outside of, you know, what is today? Today is Sunday. Okay, yeah, I'm doing this on Sunday. Right. I'm doing this on Monday. So, Right. Um, what do you dislike about being a coach these days? And what do you love about being a coach these days? And how do you make the make the bad better? Oh, I, you know, I, I think I, I love... Uh, just really everything about. It. I love the players. I love the fans. I love. I love the strategy. I you, think that's one thing about the IFL. I know you've heard stories about Spokane fans. Have you, oh yeah. You, have you been here before? Yes. With uh, with the opposing team. Yes. So you're aware that we, the fans that usually go are kind of passionate, yes. like you are. Yes. So uh, that that was one of <laughs> that was one of the draws of coming here. I, I caught that um, coach back was at a, a situation not too long ago that. Actually said, there's as a major factor of Spokane. Yeah, I, that was, you know, one of the things that when, when we were talking about coming here, one of the things we talked about was the fan base, and that was a big deal for us. Uh, Obviously, that's what he made apparent, and I was yeah. pleasant. I think I kind of knew that and heard that, and that's very nice to hear yeah. about Spokane. After you know, we we were are the, the fans harassed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not notorious. I mean, that guy, one guy, not, not notorious. He just likes to cheer the lead the team on, but. There's there's a grouper that are obnoxious. We know how to make noise. Oh, definitely, and, and that's one thing. <laughs> when I've come here, is I mean, it, it was always noisy. So, you know, that's um, you know, that was one of the big reasons for coming here. So I, I love all that. I love the strategy. I love, you know, I love winning. Obviously, obviously, I, I, who doesn't? I'm not a big fan of losing. I, and probably the thing I, I I hate the most about football, I hate to lose. Yeah. I I don't I don't take losing well. It none of us that are involved in this really do, but I mean, I just don't take losing well, you know. Do you end up but, throwing things? No. Okay, you just, just not internally. Really I'm just, All right, I'm just clarifying if, if I'm there at a game and you know, going, a I'm lot of times, away, um, I'll be calm and cool and just walk. <laughs> a lot of times, uh, you know, Billy, Billy knows this, a lot of times I'm, I'm, you know, I can be grumpy anyway. <laughs> so if we lose, I'm just grumpier. -er. So it's all right. <laughs> it's, you know, part of life, you'll, so the question I have at this point it has if you're in the middle of a game and something's going you guys if the team's losing you've got done this before how much of strategy can you change at that point um because if you depending yeah. on the situation I mean, a lot of coached. times it's it's a it, a lot of times it's more of a minor change that you've got to do okay. but a lot of times you know you know with me I mean I I usually have a plan A plan B plan C if if I've gotten to okay. D, we're in trouble. See, you, you said I'm just thinking. Okay, we're gonna do this, and we have to do a little bit of this. But yeah, you yeah, can, a lot of it is. I've never coached. So I'm this learning. is what we expect. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what we're gonna do. Now, if they do something a little bit different, okay, then we've got to adjust this. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, I don't say it's simple, but a lot of times it's just, you know, trying to be a step ahead. Mm, obviously. But, um, you know, I've, I will, I've had games where, I mean, I'm, I'm three steps ahead of everybody and I've had games where I'm three steps behind <laughs> on everything. And, and, you know, and that's why, you know, we always have a, you know, inside joke with, with me and Billy is I always tell them before the game, Hey, you know, you score 60, I'll hold them 59 and we'll walk <laughs> out of here. There you Full go. well knowing we're going to lose our minds if it's 60 to 59. We've been there a few times, but yeah. you know, it's, um, it's just understanding, uh, you know, your players, it's, it's, it's key. The biggest thing is really just a lot of times keeping your players calm. Mm. Uh, a lot of times if things aren't going well, they're the ones that start, yeah. you know, kind of losing. And, and sometimes it's like, listen, I mean, you know, here's what situation is. Here's what we got to do. Um, you know, I'm kind of considered a think tank guy. So I'm, I'm more of the, the guy that, you know, I'm going to, find a way to do something. I'm not, I'm not the real yell, scream, rah, rah, right, guy. Right, right, right. That's not me. Right. Um, you're already if I'm yelling, if I'm yelling, if there's, we're, problems. We're, there's a problem. <laughs> I, so, I, if I go to a game and I watch, I'm running away. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so that's just pretty much it. But, you know, we, you know, with my players, a lot of times it's just making adjustments and, and, and I'm, and it's great because we've got players that have been with me for a long time. Hey, I've, I, we, we've interviewed, I had a Walter Thomas on. Yes. I think this will probably be a week before yours. And uh, you've worked with him for a while. And there's a core group of guys, seems that, from what I understand, I'm not really into this. I go to a couple games here and there. So, once again, I'm, got to pull shit. Um, you'll have to edit that one, won't I? Uh, <laughs> thanks, Ryan. Uh, that you guys, so you won a couple championships, am I correct? Yes. And a lot of those guys were on the same team? Yeah, you know. Uh, and was the coach back there, too? Uh, coach back was, I was just trying to lead him. Walt, Chuck, all those guys were were with Billy when he was in Nashville. Okay. So, uh, you know, like with Walt, I mean. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Walt, Walt's been with us for years. Yes. You know, Walt was with Billy before he was with me. 
Uh, Mike Green has been with with me and Billy since we were in Wichita Falls, um, and he's kind of my quarterback of the defense. Chuck has been with Billy, and then us since. So um, let's clarify. Chuck is Charles McCollum, our quarterback. There you go. Thank you. I I, I didn't know who Chuck was until you just said that. Yeah, I so heard of Charles McCollum. He hey, is Charles. our uh, he's our quarterback. He does okay. uh, best quarterback in the IFL. Yeah, I guess he does all right. I haven't met him. Officially, yeah, he's he's awesome. Pretty, that's um, so, I mean, a lot of these core guys have been with us everywhere we've gone. Uh, so it makes it easier because <laughs> you think? they just, you know, I mean, and I great examples, Mike Green, with me because of the defense side. You know, Mike, Mike Green what, is what, – what, what position is Mike? He is DB. And okay. Mike Green is my other coach on the field, so to speak. Yep. He's, you know, he can get into all my checks. He he knows exactly what's going on. He knows, you know, where it's, no, it's nothing for him in 2018 – I'd be watching film and stuff at 2 a.m. and all of a sudden my phone go off and I'd, I'd be like, all right, it's going to be one of two people. It's going to be Chuck or it's going to be, or I'm sorry, it's going to be Mike or it's going to be Billy. And a lot of times it'd be Mike. And he'd be say, hey, did you see on film when they did this? Like, yeah. So we have that kind of connection mm-hmm. where we, That's awesome. we can talk it. So, you know, but we've got a lot of great talent this year. I mean, just not only are our guys that have been with us, but we got some younger guys that are great. So. I have a couple a couple of friends that are shock fans and they're they're into that stuff more than I'm not I don't pay attention to the you know who's who signed you see who they signed this week? I, no. But they say, Oh my goodness, he's from so and so and blah blah yeah. blah. It's like, hey, that's what we're after. Yeah, we've we've got a lot of great talent. I mean we're it, it's funny, I didn't think it was possible for us to get more talented than we were at the end of camp last year before COVID. But yeah. we're actually more talented this year, so. That's crazy. So, next question is, time in the field or time in the office? I guess time in the field would be, either, I don't know, practice or games, and then time in the office is dealing with, all, what's your, what do you, what, what do you prefer? Uh, I, I definitely be on the field. <laughs> uh, definitely be on the field. You know, I, I didn't want to answer that. Everybody's, everybody, once again, I'll answer this one. Everybody answers the same question that way. Say time in the office, out in the field, whether like outdoors or sales yeah, people I, or. When I'm on the when when I'm in the office, uh, I, I'm again I'm a I'm a creature of habit. So yep. when I'm trying to get stuff done and people continually are like interrupting me, <laughs> it makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know that's when I, I turn into grumpy and stuff. <laughs> or grumpier, so, or just grumpier. grumpy that So I, I you know I much prefer to be on field because there it's it's. Just different feeling. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's why, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, I tell people I get more done when I'm at home. Uh, and sometimes I get more done at home between the hours of like, you know, 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. Nobody bothered me. <laughs> I, I understand that. Hopefully they're asleep when there's times I can't sleep. But yeah. Uh, what would you say the mis- biggest misconception of being a coach uh, in, in the IFL these days? What's the biggest? What would you think? I think that a lot of um, and how do you change it? A lot of people think that what we do is 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 easy and it's fun yeah. all the time. It's it's, it's work. It, it is work, and it, it is um, you know. Listen, I mean, uh, bottom line is this: my my job is dependent upon wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Billy, any coach in the IFL. I mean, you, if you're losing. You may not have a job for long, so right, right. you know that's a lot of it. Uh, you know that's there's a lot of stress to that that a lot of people don't realize that it's it, it's. Yeah, I mean you've you've personally been around in the, in the indoor arena 
or outdoor or indoor arena football for several years now. So you, you're aware, you know other coaches. Oh, yeah. You've, You've seen how things work. You know, it, it is what it is. What That's it is. why, I, <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've, I've looked at it, you know, especially in the last, you know, five or six years, I'll look at it, listen, I mean, it, it comes down to wins and losses, mm-hmm. really comes down to, I mean, you can. And you've done all right. Yeah, I've, I feel pretty good. I mean, I've, you know, I've got, I've got some championship rings, so it's all good for me. <laughs> yeah, I've got, got a couple of nice ones. Uh, how about money and income? 401 benefits in it? It's a gen- generic, I said, I don't even know. You don't have to go into specifics. But I, I don't know how the, what the COVID thing worked for you coaching and, and players and stuff. Was there unemployment? Was there? I mean, it was definitely interesting. But we, you know, a lot of, it, I mean, you know, we're taken care of. Okay. Um, it's just COVID was weird because nobody knew what to do Yeah. when it first, first I six still, months. I don't know if they still know what to do. Uh, you know, because... On one hand, you know, when, when I remember when we broke camp and they said that the season was being delayed, it was talked about, oh, it'll be 14 days. Right. Oh. 14 days turned into, here we still are. Yeah, a year, over a year. So it, it, it got crazy. But, uh, you know, we've we've done well. We've we've been taken care of. But, I, I you know, the hardest part is, you know, for the players who, you know, we're working in the off season and then come here and then there's no season yeah, and now they got to go back. And, and it, so it, it, I think it was harder for them uh, than it was for me. I mean, it was hard for me. Don't get me wrong, especially being 2,500 miles away from family, my family and everything, but uh, there was a lot to it. So I, I think that, you know, that I think that's what makes us happy about the fact that we're getting ready to go very close to getting ready to go. By the time people watch this, we'll be going. Yeah. Well, the, you'd be in camp, this, like I said, be a week or two before the actual first home game. So, uh, I'm excited. I, I just, I, I'm kind of, I get off track when Walter, we had Walter on the show. I actually talked more about what, just football in general. I try to get on, so even this I'm trying to keep on track. Got to look at my cards. Walt, Walt was wearing his gold chain, wasn't he? Uh, was he? Yeah. I knew he would. <laughs> I love Walt. <laughs> He's a great guy. Great guy. I, I got to meet him before, so I asked him on the show. Um... So, how many jobs? And you see, we're talking more football. Am I getting off track a little bit? Don't I get a little more excited? Am I on track? Trying to behave better. myself. I'm doing better than I was. I just enjoy. I love. You football. haven't completely. You haven't completely gone off the rails yet. So that's no. Good. I I will not do that. I I've, I've done this enough. I just I the, to get excited after the year. Looking forward to last year after, because the shock had been gone for four years, four or five years last year. Mm-hmm. Because they were, uh, they had to rebrand because of the uh, name thing. Went to the Empire, and that was two years. And we didn't have a team for two years. Then the shock was announced, which I'd heard about, and then uh, then the COVID. So here we are, five years later. So I've I'm excited. I feel like it's been five years since I, I last right? coached. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, I bet. It feels like it. But you're you're exactly right, right. It's like right there, and I'm, and I'm just saying. If, are you guys? I'm sorry. If, if are anything guys, gets taken away from me from coaching, from camp, I'm telling you right now. Okay. Y'all are going to hear me on the news. <laughs> Good or bad? Or I not. don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be on the news. Hopefully, there's no. Never mind. I'm going to say that. <laughs> uh, are you guys going to be uh, practicing this? Once again, you'll be practicing while this goes out because it comes out on Thursdays over in Post Falls? We'll, we'll be in Post Falls and then uh, we'll be at the arena. Okay. 
so because I, I happened to go last you guys had some tryouts last uh, December yeah we had a tryout in December that yeah. was that was interesting that was fun tryouts are fun yeah you guys had a group we, I knew some of the players I happened to stop by and it was nice yeah. to see guys out it was just a taste of what to, what was yeah coming. it really you know for us uh, you know it was a good tryout I'm I am the most anti-tryout person at this point of my life. So it was a really good tryout good. for me to say that because normally I'm just yeah, like, you oh, sound, yeah. Why do you hate them? Typically. Typically, um, the, the return, the return oh, yeah, you yeah. get for the time spent and put into it usually does not equate anymore. Right. It used to be back four or five years ago. I mean, it used to be you do a tryout, you had 120 people come. Mm. Now, uh, we've had, I, I've been to trials where, I mean, we've had 12 people. Wow. You know, so to have that turnout, which was like 40 some people, yeah. I had a turnout, it was really good. Because um, normally, I've just gotten to the point where tryouts and me, I'm just like, oh, I'd rather do something else. Right, right. So. Well, looked like a good bunch of people. Yeah, guys it was good. I, I was really happy with nice. it. Nice. Wow. That's a good thing to hear about Spokane. And, uh, so... Let's go real quick. How many how many jobs have you had? Because coaching is basically one job. But how many different? How do I ask this question? You went from college. You went to AOL. Mm-hmm. You went to the computer at home thing working for police. Mm-hmm. So there's two. And you, and but you were doing coaching during that time. Yeah, I've been coaching during that time. So I wow. I would say one, two, three, four, how five, many? six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Close enough. I'm gonna say roughly about twelve or thirteen. That's not bad. Yeah, we've had we've had a couple of guests that only had like two or three, and it's like, how did you do that? But then again, that's what they did. What would you? What advice? Big question. What advice would you give somebody younger that wanted to become a coach? Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is is learn learn everything about the game. Um, you know, the one thing that I've I've told younger people is, you know, you know, shut your mouth, open your ears, and just listen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the biggest thing when I started is, you know, my first high school job was with a Hall of Fame high school coach in Ohio. Um, I spent more time just listening to him talk to other people because the knowledge that I was getting was, Priceless. you know, just, wow, this guy, I mean, this guy's won, mm. you know, 500 games or whatever it was. I, I mean, this guy's won so many games as a high school coach. This guy's won championships. There's nothing this guy can can say that I shouldn't be listening to, and wow. um, you know. And I remember shut my, up and listen, huh? Shut up and listen. That's what I need to do. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times that that was the biggest thing. And you know, I just remember when he let me. You know, he he was like, "Listen, I want you to be the head coach of the eighth grade team." And it's like my first coaching job, and I'm out there running some of his stuff, and I'm running all my stuff that I've drawn up and all this stuff, and. <laughs> You know, we're having success. I just remember him one time I was walking in the office and going, you know, your job is to get these guys ready for me, not to do all that. And it was like 100% totally understood that. So, you know, that's the things you learn as a young coach, and that's the biggest thing is sometimes you got to realize, you know, it's it's not what you want to do. It's what, hmm. you know, what what you're, you're learning. And, and, and so when I became a high school offensive coordinator and head coach, um, I was able to help you know younger coaches understand. Yeah, you know, it's 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 not about what you think you know. It, it's shut up and listen, learn more, and right. and you'll 
the more you shut up and listen, the more you learn, the better off you are. Uh, so, yeah, that's in life in general. Yeah, but a lot of people don't do it. <laughs> I so I agree. I like I've always was taught to listen to the elders and learn because you yeah. never know what you're going to learn. Because they've yeah, been I, stuff. I still listen. I mean, I've been I've been coaching a lot of years, and I I still learn things all the time. I mean, hopefully, I, you know, I get. You know, from NFL coaches, coaches in the CFL, college coaches, high school coaches. I mean, there's always something you can pick up. Indoor coaches, there's always something. Always. So we're getting close to near the uh, end of the interview. But so big question: When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a professional baseball player. Most guys will have to sit there and winter. Most of my guests. But no, <laughs> I was. You're. How I that, was dead. Who got set. you interested in baseball? I think I just, it was me. I, I started playing at a young age. I was really good <clears> at it. Um, I got better as I got older. Um, I was I was a freshman in high school starting varsity, which was well, rare. Yeah, that's... Uh, the ironic thing about it is, uh, as a freshman, the guy hitting in front of me was Mike Matheny, who, if everybody was the manager with St. Louis Cardinals, played in the NBA. I'm not a baseball guy. So that was kind of ironic, but um, it was something I just was really good at. Um, you know, I, I tried to play basketball in about eighth grade. I was like, no, nah, basketball's not for me. Yep. Um, I loved football. I played football all the way through, but baseball was my money sport. That was the one that Your I was passion. like, okay, this is where I'm going to go. Wow. What position? Uh, I played first base. I played third base. Wow. Um, my younger days, I, I also played some catcher. I did a little bit of pitching, but you know, I was in the lineup because I could I could hit 500 and wow. drive the ball over the field. So that <laughs> was that was my thing. Wow, so, that's pretty good. Yeah, I was uh, I was really fortunate. Um, my parents uh, sent me to a uh, three years straight. Sent me to a hitting school at Oklahoma Jesus. State. No wonder. Okay. And as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And, um, that helps. You know, I just, I went from being a good hitter to a really good hitter just because I, I sponged everything that I learned from that. And, you know, I was the guy in high school that I wasn't the best athlete, but I was the one that figured out how to make things happen. See, that reminds me of uh, Richard Sherman, formerly the Seahawks. It's like, yeah. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the best this, that. I just watch and learn. Yeah, it's, that's... Yeah, really. I mean, a lot of players. That's the biggest thing. Is I mean, the more you watch and learn, and you learn the little things, mm -hmm. the better you'll be. So, but uh, guys that are really athletic, sometimes they kind of forget that. 
Right. Because so. I think it's all them. Yeah. There's more to it than you know. It's it's you know when you're athletic, you can get away with a lot of things, but eventually, you know that that yeah. athleticism, you're going to lose a step. It so happens. you better be able to mentally right figure it out. Compensate for and it. And that's one thing, like Richard Sermon and a lot of those guys. Uh, they're not the best athlete, but they have figured out how to take that 45 degree step, how to do the little things. <clears throat> that's you know that's why they're successful. So, coach, what else? What else would you give information to either the shock fans? What to look forward to this season? Now that we're, we're there, we're, it is right going there. to be a lot of fun. Uh, just you know, and one thing I, I will say to all the fans is, you know, definitely get out and buy tickets and come to the game. I mean, listen, we've all been closed up <clears> for the last year. <laughs> this might be a good thing to get the Spokane Shock fans and new Spokane yeah, fans. Yeah, I mean, Shock. We ha it's been gone for five years. Spokane Shock. Even if you're not the biggest, and this is the other thing too, is is, and I tell people this everywhere I've been. Even if you're not a football fan, a lot of people that aren't really football fans, they enjoy indoor football because it's 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 a different kind of football. It's it is faster paced. It, oh it's yeah, more yeah. Uh, uh, just everything is more exciting. I agree. So you know that's one thing. I, and and I've there are a lot of people that I have met over the years that. They are not big outdoor football fans, but mm -hmm. they will come to arena and indoor football games because it's it's different. Right. And so that that's the one thing I always tell people: listen, you know, check it out. Check it. Give out, a game. Go to a game, and, and and a lot of times, you know, it's it's not just the game; it's it's everything. It's the atmosphere. The game. I agree. It's the atmosphere. I remember. Can I tell my quick story? Yeah. Uh, I had never been to an arena game until the Spokane Shock had announced. I had a friend come to me and say, "Hey, there's season tickets. There's blah blah blah." I'd never been to a game, uh, an outdoor game I'd, I'd been to, uh, and long story short, went to the first uh, Spokane Shock home game of 2006, and I went, oh my effing God, yeah. walked down there, I was on the phone, my mom and I are Seahawks fans, we go to games, we've gone to games, and I called her, then I go, I, we're going, you got to check, oh my God, you can't, Yeah, it's, I, goosebumps, That's it was just it, that much fun, is. I'm a football guy, but, gee, I, and I'm not into it, uh, all the player stats and all that stuff, but just the energy and excitement of the game and was that's crazy. It's the energy. It, it's the energy. It's that. It, it's a whole different feeling, um, and it, it doesn't is. really ever go away. It's like I just got goosebumps. You know, it's like a lot of times uh, indoor arena football. Uh, it, it, the energy stays with you from really the time game starts until it ends. I yeah, and uh, I've enjoyed a few. You know, I uh, I get to a point where, with me, I get, you know, before the game, I just get so excited for it, and uh, you know, it, it it never it never goes away. It's like I I thought the longer that I did this, I'd get to a point where uh, it's it's jaded. You just kind and now it's just a point. It's like I, you know, I almost embrace the excitement. It's like before the game, I get that get the butterflies and I get that feeling. Nice. And it's like man, this is this that's is awesome. fun, you know, and and that's what we tell you know everybody, you know, our players, everybody's. You know, all the work you put in is for that feeling. And so now I've gotten to the point I just embrace it. I enjoy it. So I, I don't I, I used to think, why am I why am I like all nervous and all like duh, 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 and it's like well, yeah, because you're excited about it. That is. That is. So I've I've performed I'm a I'm a musician and I've done it for years and I've done stuff. And uh, I got to the point where I wasn't nervous. I was in, excited just to be on stage though, for, to perform. Yeah. So that's part that's I've kind of I think along the same lines. Yeah, I've and I've 
you know, I have so much fun. I, you know, again with COVID, I know, <clears throat> I don't know what the seating is or how they're right. going to do it, but you know, I always have so much fun whether I'm home or away with 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 the fans that are sitting <laughs> by the boards. I mean, I've, uh, you know, when I was in Carolina, I mean, it got to the point where I. I almost knew everybody was sitting on board by first name. I right. just knew who they were, you know. And, That's cool. You know, the kid, you know, kids oh, sitting in the line yard. It was just everything. Yeah. And, and you just get excited about it and, and, and being around them. And, you know, and, and when you're on the road, it's different. But we've always, you know, had a way of kind of turning road crowds into into Fans. us. Just because... You deal no, with them a certain way. Some guys I've seen at, at games uh, how coaching. Co- some coaches get pissed off at the Spokane fans just because some of some of them are very obnoxious. But it's like, come on, it's just it's a game. First of all, coach. Well, but, I mean, a lot of times it's if if you're gonna let them get to you, yes. you've already lost. You've already lost. Right. A lot of times with me, it, it's more. You know, I talk to them, and I'll joke with them, and and we'll talk and. Our players are real outgoing with the fans, so especially on the road, we've turned more fans into our fans on the road just because our guys are outgoing as a coach, you know, you know, primarily out on the field. It's going to be me or Billy, right? But it, it just our just kind you of have experience with it, it too, so you know how to deal with this. Yeah, and you, you know, have fun with it. And I, you know, I've been called every name in the book, <laughs> and I, no, okay, and now, oh, trust me, Ryan. He calls me worse than yeah, my bad. Yeah, I've been called a little bit of everything, so I, I don't get too uh, I don't get too upset about it. Right. It, is, it is what um, it is. I'm hoping to be able to go to an away game. I'm looking looking at. I haven't uh, checked it. You know, away games are a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I and it's funny, ironically, but a lot of coaches will say this is a lot of coaches sometimes prefer coaching at away games more than they coach at home. Why would that be? Um, it just it's. At home, there's a little bit more of a feeling of pressure. Right. You, you want it. You want everything to go great for your home fans. And I hate when you have home games, win or lose, that it's just ugly. Mm. You hate that for your fan base. Yeah. When you go on a road, it doesn't matter as long as we win. Right. It, it doesn't matter. But when you're at home, there you, go. you want everything to be really pretty. You want to win. <laughs> you want everything to be great. And sometimes it don't work that way. Right. Okay. See, as as a as a fan, it's just I, there's, I've seen games where as long as it was that W at the end, yeah, how well it gets. But or, you know, the yeah. one thing too that about that is it's more of the uh, it's more of the fan that's that's seeing it for the first time. You know, my uh, first thought yeah. is okay, that right. fan seen it first time and they just came here and saw something ugly. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. man, you know. But if there if the end comes in, even if it's a score last minute. In the last minute, yeah, how many I mean, points we've had, so we've, we've had exciting games. We've had, I mean, I've I've been in so many different kind of games, and you know, I the blowouts are are all great, but <laughs> when you get too many of those, you yeah. kind of get bored. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I agree. So yeah, we, I like the different variety, but I like sure. the home games to to be played well, so sure. that way you know we win, but the fan base saw a good game, they're happy, they're going, oh man, this is great. Rather than when you get it, when you get one of those games that just dog ugly. Right, you know, right. So, it's yeah, all right. could be worse. As long as we win. <laughs> See, I agree. Ryan, you have any questions for the coach? So, do you have a contract then? Yes. This. 
I mean, is it like so many years or? Uh, we've done, you know, we do two and three year? year. One, we do one year contracts, two and three year contracts. The player contracts are usually for a year. You know, coaches will do two and three year contracts. You know, so it just, you know, it just kind of depends on the situation. Um, I, you know, have done different contracts. Like my contract here, you know, the two year contract. Um, With COVID, does that mean that we have one year now? Mm, nah, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I think yeah, I'm pretty sure that I just bounced everything. But okay. Yeah. Let's hope. You know, after the winning season, I'm going. All right. I'm being positive. Hopefully, we're going to have a winning season. We'll oh, we're going to win. It's not. <laughs> that's not even a question. Um, it's going to be a great year. It, it is really going to be a great. Year. I've been. I'm looking. For, yeah. One reason I wanted you on the show is just to talk about because I know it's. it's I was yeah, excited I mean, last year, but you know, we've, I'm bouncy. I'm getting you know, the, there, there's so many good teams in the IFL. Um, so many good teams. So the first team, once again, is the Frisco. And you, and we don't. I've heard either you or the coach, head coach Billy Back, said that they're going to be going to be a rough one, possibly. It's going to be because, because we don't. You know, the head coach from Frisco was with the Philadelphia Soul. Oh, okay. So, you know, you've got that AFL background, so you don't know what he's going to do in the IFL because of, so, you know, I've gone back and looked at what he did in the IFL 10 years ago. Right. Um, I have a pretty good idea, but you don't really know. So, I mean, it's going to be rough because you don't really know what's coming. Right, exactly. So yeah. a lot of it is you try to prepare for what you think is going to happen, but then you have to have the contingency plan. Sure. And you got to be able to adjust quickly so that and they got talent talent players and they've good, got they've got a great team. i mean really there are no bad teams in the ifl um you know frisco's good arizona mm -hmm. um tucson iowa you know bismarck i mean everybody has got good players uh massachusetts you know you know good good roster i mean every team has got good players and, and, and stuff and a lot of times it, you know you know, you hope that your players are a little bit better, sure. and you hope that you, you coach know, got a plan you, better. You got a better plan, and, right? How know. many teams are in the IFL as of today? Twelve. I thought it was twelve. Yeah. And as long as things we possibly could be adding the next following. Yeah, year. like uh, Columbus is already Columbus, Ohio has already been announced. Um, they're coming in next year, and I know there's some other teams in okay. the works, but Columbus has already been announced. Oh, okay. So, so always yeah. building IFL and the our the competition. Was the AFL, they've gone bankrupt and out again. AFL's gone. Uh, I'm so sad to see that. The NAL, the NAL yes. is, is around, um, you know, where we were, and, and that's, you know, primarily it's on the East Coast. Right. Um, you know, but really after that, I mean, there's a lot of ABC leagues, but. Yeah, is there some I've never even. Yeah. Somebody I mean, goes, have you heard of the system? What? But. You know, and, and, and it's funny because I, I have people that'll send, um, you know, game film from some of these leagues, and it's like, I can't believe you're even playing in this. I mean, some of these leagues don't play these players. Right. Some of these, you know, I, I, there was a, a game I saw not too long ago that, I mean, it looked like there were three different turfs on the field. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, it, it's it's like you're just walking, you're watching this thing, and you're just thinking to yourself, somebody's going to get hurt. Right. So, Talking about know, turf, can I interrupt real fast? What color is the turf of the Spokane Shock this year? Blue. Oh, that's right. I already knew the answer, yeah. but that's all new. So. Yeah, brand new turf. We, we so we don't have where it's not being pieced together. I see the Thank day there last goodness. year. Last year they it was the day of the they're gonna have the fans come down through the yep. arena to check it all out. Is when they announced 
everything shutting down. Everything shut down. I got pictures. I saw pictures online, but then it's like I, I wanted. Yeah. The the and I will say this for you know all the fans that are coming. It it is one of the best turfs I've ever seen. Um, just I've seen pictures. It looks great. It, it, looks, it looks great. It feels great. It, it just everything about it. You know, our owner, our owner Sam has you know done a done a, a first class job on you know I, doing things from what like I've that. seen. So you know it's uh it's gonna be fun. I can't wait. I <laughs> there really you wish it would get here. Oh, I wish by the time you watch this, it already be. It'll be no. And well, the training camp will be going on right now. Yeah. And then 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 you have about a week, probably a week and a half, maybe two. Hell, I yeah. just I keep I'm trying to hold myself down because it's been a year. It's been years since, I, and I've always enjoyed. So I'm thank you for being on the show. I uh, appreciate it. Anything else you'd like to add before we? Go shop, buy yeah. tickets, come see me. Yeah, get a hold. Um, you know, always come and say hi. You know, all that good stuff. There you go. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Uh, all this stuff I forgot to do last night. I forgot our tagline, by the way, Mr. King. Um, please like, please subscribe, leave a comment, and remember, it's your life. Make it happen. Till next time. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, man. No problem. Thank go you. shock. Today's episode was made possible by Encourage Services. Be sure to go to EncourageServices.com and get your free small business audit today. Also, don't forget to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Music was brought to you by Plastic Saints. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.